0: I got one question for you.
1: Are you ready?
2: What is going on, everybody? It is so good to be back. And tonight we have yet another amazing guest. We got first in flight, Pat and Max. Welcome on in. What is going on?
0: What's going
2: on? We got Richard and David in the back. We got Richard and David in the back. Yeah, we we the and David. Yay! Awesome. We got more people. More people. <laughs> Very awesome. We, <laughs> we got the whole band. In fact, everybody out. We can't leave everybody <laughs> out. I was like, I saw Pat and Max, and I'm like, there is somebody in the back. Awesome. Right. Very cool. Very, very cool. That's the reason why the oh, oh, things them, are making sense now. That's the reason for the long shot. Gotcha.
3: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we got we got Pat, Max, and then and if you guys can introduce the rest of everybody so we can Richard. have everybody's names. That's
2: Richard. yes. Hi Richard. That's Richard all right david and richard thank you guys for coming on how are you guys doing what's new what's going on
0: yeah we're great we uh we recorded last friday recorded a new song last friday and we're filming a lot of videos today uh it's still pretty hot in the bay area so uh light 88, 88 degrees, 88 degrees.
2: Yeah, yeah. life is good nice still a little summer so that's awesome and you guys are just and we were just talking about that they're from the bay area but they're just a little bit near San Jose, like within walking distance of San Jose and which is absolutely a little bit inland. So it's a little hotter. So very cool. Very cool. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, we absolutely, I, I've been to the Bay area. I absolutely love it. Uh, My family for a little bit lived in inland a little bit at Atwater near like North of Fresno, a little bit like near Merced and stuff. Yeah. So I love that area, just beautiful, beautiful. So, yeah. James, how are you doing, buddy? We got my co-host going on. What's going on? Hopefully, we're going to have no whammies this today. With any, no
3: hopefully, no whammies. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've been trying to work on. I've been trying to work on everything
3: most most of the damn day after I got off of work. So hopefully, nothing goes on. Uh, okay, but yeah, I'm doing good. Yeah, work was good. Everything was good. Um, yeah, got some got some treats and stuff like that to, to share. That's uh, what
2: we're going. That's where we're going. So the guest tonight made some treats. Let's see these really? treats. Oh yeah. Let's talk it. about the treats that they have brought. Let's go. Our
1: treats.
2: Uh, yes.
4: Uh, I'm munching on this one
1: right here. We didn't make them, but we did pick our favorites that <laughs> we, we, we often bring food. to band practice. So. That's what so, we
2: need. That's what we want to well, hear about.
1: Probably be the best <laughs> candy of all time. Yes, yeah, so we we
0: we're not sponsored, but we should be um we eat them on tour we eat them on interviews we eat them at practice and we eat them right now so that's our favorite ever sour patch (laughs) you
3: can't go wrong right on right on
0: and then and then our backup uh these are more towards me but i like them reese's also a great tour candy also very good it complements the sour patch with a nice chocolatey flavor so uh that's kind of what we've been actually to be honest with you we've been we've been pounding these ever since we jumped on the initial uh, interview with you guys. So yeah, it's, it's been great. <laughs> there, yeah, we the go, there we go. There we go. Nice.
4: Seen this one before. This one's uh this
3: one's pretty good. Yeah. yeah there's dark chocolate Reese's. So we're really. Oh, Oh,
2: yeah. Ah, that sounds good. That sounds really good. Yeah. So, so, um, and we always know that we're just going to leave the chef for last cause he <laughs> is a chef. Um, so, And I did bring something. So I am on a little bit of a diet. So I did not bring just a banana. I brought a fruit salad that has. And so what it has in it is I did, I cut up strawberries, grapes, blueberries, bananas, pineapple. And then what I did was I added applesauce to sweeten it up a little bit. Because I didn't want to add sugar because usually what I do is I add like sugar, too much sugar. It makes it like a syrupy kind of it's so good, but it'll, you know, I'm on a diet. So I'm trying to be a little bit more healthy. Uh, Don't ask what I had last night. Shake um, from rallies. Ah. (laughs) So (laughs) I I blew the diet a little bit. (laughs) That's your your, uh, your guilty pleasure before the diet.
1: That's right.
2: right. Mm Yeah. So we, it was good. It was good. Right. Unsweet. So yeah, it was good. Yeah. Go.
4: Go.
2: Ah. Yep. Unsweet. Cause I'm trying to, I really, I may. Mean, I've lost, I've lost about 10 pounds, which is Ooh. most people know pandemic nice. weight is so hard to lose. I mean, you're just sitting there. I sit in a chair all day. I'm it engineer during the day and I just sit and look at a screen and you don't move. I mean, the biggest movement I do is I go to the kitchen every once in a while. Which is literally five feet away. Like my steps are gone. There's no, <laughs> there's no steps.
3: <laughs>
2: so, yeah, that's how bad, it, you know, and, and you can you can actually literally what I do. It's like a rinse and repeat life where you just get up and then you're five minutes every, you know, you go to the kitchen every day to do the same thing. And then you go and then go to bed in this next room. So <laughs> uh, pandemic yeah. living. Right. James, James, my man. We know we have yet to see what you have got brought, so we're waiting. Back, Let's see what we got. Going back to the uh, back to the unhealthy stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> to- <laughs>
3: A churros. churros. Oh. Yeah. And the the
2: the best thing about this is that good. he made them himself. <laughs> He, these are all handmade. These are not like I went to yeah. Taco Bell and made a churro. Whipped them up by hand. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so good. That's awesome. So good. Nice. And so That's now really I'm good. gonna have to be like <laughs> really dreaming good. of dreaming of churros. <laughs> Did you like fill them with anything? <laughs> have you ever had those churros that are like nah, they're, just, with, like, they're like, just
3: regular like cinnamon cinnamon sugar, like just oh. piped out just into the fryer. It's It's just, it's still as bad because they're really just couldn't stop eating. Everybody couldn't stop eating them. So I'm like,
2: yeah, it's really bad. So good. So good. All right. So dessert. So you've already kind of gone over what the best, the best stuff to be eating while you're gigging. Do you guys have any other like go-to foods? Like I got to go get this food while we're, while we're about ready to gig or while we're doing some music
1: yeah because we i mean we talked about sweets right but there's a whole i mean we have a whole philosophy of like tour food and i think david should tell you about that
5: yes uh well it's just a personal it's a it's a personal thing that i like but i'm a topo chico addict for Mm. sure Mm. oh so mineral water topo chico i gotta have it Mm. every day we do love water Yeah, we're, we don't talk about Richard's legs so. though. Um, <laughs> a, a little bit of lemon squeezed in there, or no, not lemon, lime. Lime squeezed in there. I love the bubbles. And speaking of bubbles, probably uh, everyone else quote
0: <laughs> tea, but we like milk tea for sure. Yeah, love milk one?
5: tea. Milk
2: tea. I actually like that. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep.
0: Yes. Some people call it dessert. Some people don't. I I don't know. I'm sort of in between. But uh yeah, we drink we drink a whole lot of that stuff.
2: I like so I eat I drink a boba tea that has like it's like a Thai tea a Thai tea that's kind of like that it's a milk tea and then it has the boba in it it's not orange it's just like chai it's just chai it's like not chai but it's like It's a type of tea, but they call it Thai tea. But I know Mm -hmm. that it's that's that's just like the name they give it because they ran out of like people wouldn't understand what it is if they said it. But it's like a (laughs) (laughs) like I won't buy that. Yeah, I won't buy that because I don't know what that is. But um, but it's but it's a boba tea, and I absolutely love it. It's like and the boba actually is kind of like a food, like Mm -hmm. right? It's good. good I like it. Yeah
0: yeah so cool. we, we, we like it we like it uh, we do we do the jasmine taro thai tea, oolong, oolong, tea.
5: oh there we go
0: yes. and, and then but on uh on tour we'll do that and then i don't know i feel like the thing we ate but when we did our last u.s tour which unfortunately now was two years ago because of covid um we did a lot of chipotle and taco bell so yeah. Mexican
1: and fake Mexican, yeah. and fake Mexican. Mostly because of
3: the protein bowls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Taco Bell has a protein bowl. It's good. Yeah. yeah, they they are good. I'll I'll indulge in those
2: too. Yeah, I, I'm oh, yeah. going to say that um, I live in the Southwest. Oh, um, I can't go to Taco Bell. My kids <gasps> will go to Taco Bell. I cannot go to Taco <laughs> Bell. There's just too many. There's real Mexican here, and I would feel like I was, you know. <laughs> Like, like, there's really good Mexican here that you're like, uh, Taco Bell or Filibertos or Alibertos or yeah. you know, any of the Birdos, <laughs> hey Birdos. and they're the same, and, they're, and now they're the same price as Taco Bell because Taco Bell raised their prices on everything. So, yeah. wow,
0: yeah, no, that's, that's kind of true, and they got rid of some things too, so it's kind of a bummer.
2: Yeah, but I do have a kid that really, really likes um, bean and cheese roll-ups. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're not allowed to live here. That's what I tell them. You live in the Southwest. That is not even a thing. That's like something they made up. Like anything that has that (laughs) cheese in it, the nacho cheese like that's their base for everything you're like yeah that's not real mexican food that's like <laughs>
0: <laughs> the cheesy gordita
1: crunch the quesalupa the oh my god yeah. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it's good
2: it's good i get it and i get it i get it. it is so good especially when i was in college that was the best college food ever yeah like you just mm-hmm. like you're studying for exams that's what you go to mm. So, yeah. So let's 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 move on to some music discussion. My yeah. boy, I tell you, what a heck of a week we had listening to your music. I, 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 I was on my way down to Tucson to go visit my ninety-five-year-old granddad, and I had your stuff on full blast, blaring, and loving it absolutely what an awesome mix of music i enjoyed and it's all unique so it has a little bit of difference for every song had a little bit of different vibe to it absolutely love it what did you think james
3: oh same here um never alone i think i I I dabbed into first and then i went to skeletons and then simulation uh all really good Uh, even though the the never alone's a little a couple years old um yeah yeah, all all really good and you kind of tell a little bit of the differences that with the two years ago to now. Um, I believe, I, I think somebody said, I forget who said it, but somebody said something like, it's a mix between like if Metallica and Panic! At the Disco had like a car wreck or <laughs> so, you know, just like just like, kind of messed together, had a baby kind of thing and, and that that's what you guys are. And uh, yeah, it's it's awesome. Thank you.
0: Appreciate it. Yeah.
2: Bro. Yeah. Oh, we got Gary Lewis in the house. What's well, going Gary, on, buddy? Music video for uh, Skeletons is really. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? That's what I was. I was really, I really have enjoyed the fact that you guys like MTV. Like I grew up in the MTV era and saw the dem- demise of MTV. You know, now it's yeah, just, sad, very sad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but the fact that you guys and several other bands that we've interviewed actually said, "I want to do music videos still and throw them on YouTube." and it is part of what we do and i absolutely have loved it i i love your music videos i've i've seen i think a two or three of these um loved them and then additionally i mean the music itself is super good super talented guys super talented um, Appreciate what has what is your biggest influence to i mean it, it's such a great vibe that i'm getting what is your i see i your bio says hard rock metal guys meet jazz guys. So yeah. talk to me about a little bit about that. That's kind of a crazy, crazy join collaboration. Talk to me about it.
4: Totally. Uh, you guys know, sir? Yeah. Well, I know when, when David and I uh, st- started it, it was, it was kind of an idea him and I had. You know, we, we actually played in a metal band before this. And one of the things we loved about being in a metal band is when you play, you know, people are moshing in front of you doing that kind of stuff, right? And we enjoyed it when people were active instead of just being, you know, a dead crowd. So you know, we know we know we wanted to start something to play music that can get people moving. Um, not too many people march to our music now. Now they have. We've seen it. That is, that's true. That yeah, that's been in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, you know, that's why, you know, one of the things we love calling our music dance rock, you know, a lot of the 80s groups that we like do that, and it's music, it's rock music that you can dance to, and, and we see we see that reflected in the crowd. Yeah. So, so that that was kind of one of the biggest things. Every time we go into a song, go into music, is hey, what what can people do to this? You know, what 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 can we elicit yeah. from them? And that's kind of been the 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 root aspect of it, going into everything from the lyrics to the music. It, it all comes down to that: is what what reaction can we get from them? So that that's arguably one of the biggest
0: driving things in, in all of our stuff. Yeah, and uh, me and me and Max both grew up um, with with definitely various backgrounds of music, but there was sort of a center around jazz. Max was, uh, what do they call it when you're, like, basically the head of the marching band in terms of the drum? Weren't you the, what do they call oh, it? I'm sorry. Section leader the, the section leader on the drum. Thank you. I was like, man, I'm killing myself here. Um, the, the section leader in his high school marching band on the drums. Um, I was in, like, jazz bands, jazz quartets, all that stuff growing up. Um, I was in rock bands too, but it was just kind of a fun fusion of what we brought to the table. Um, when we, when we kind of first started, David and Richard, like, wanted to play way heavier stuff and me max wanted to play way lighter stuff and we kind of had to find a nice middle ground and that's kind of where we landed
2: Mm -hmm. i i really love it it's a it's a fusion it's it's definitely good and i'm a metal so i'm a total metal dude but i grew up with parents that were doing jazz musicals you know my my mom is a music teacher
1: and then wow. my dad's a
2: composer. So I grew wow. up with wanting to do eighties metal. I, you know, like when I was about 13, 14, I said, I want to rock and I want to get a guitar. So um, <laughs> I knew I couldn't sing, so <laughs> I got the, but I, I grew up on metal, but then later, as you get along later in life, you start realizing musically jazz, blues, technically on a guitar is so much harder and so much better to play. I, I I enjoy the tone so I can see where you're going. And then you joined into this rock vibe that almost sounds like it does. It sounds a little eighties with some Metallica with the dance music. That's what was cool about the eighties is there was yeah. keyboards in it. There mm-hmm. was metal guitars in it. I totally got that vibe from you guys. I loved yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. Absolutely loved it.
0: Awesome. Thank
2: you very much. Yeah, good stuff. So what kind of, so I want to ask each one of you guys a question. What got you into music? What got you, what kind of led you here? I mean, you guys are one of, apparently one of them's a marching band. Yes, clarinetist out there. I'm one (laughs) of you. (laughs) But uh, marching band. What? What else, What was the? What was you know? What was your inspiration to get into music? Because you know, to do it full time or semi full time, is you know, you have to have a passion. But what kind of each, got each one of you guys into that space?
1: Yeah, uh, uh, I
5: can start. I mean, my initial uh, upbringing did not have a lot of music. Like my parents can't play any instruments. They're not really creative people as a whole which is kind of funny <laughs> um uh my and my uncle plays in a mariachi band so my mom was naturally just like you should probably like pick up the trumpet or something so you keep playing mariachi so <laughs> i did play the trumpet <laughs> in elementary school wow. but i i i told my mom i don't want to play the trumpet i want to play the drums you know because i want to like i, I always had like a good sense of like rhythm and tapping but she was like not just play the trumpet. So I did try trump- <laughs> at the trumpet elementary school for like a year, two years, maybe I did, I did not like it at all. I hated it. I just, it just was not me at all. And then uh, I didn't do anything musical for a year, probably like four or five years, because uh, I got really got into film, actually, mm-hmm. um, in terms of like shooting my own stuff. Like, that's what I do now. I mean, I'm a cinematographer. That's why we have a lot of visual stuff, too. All the music videos were either directed by me or shot oh, by me in some way. Right
2: um, but
5: then I had a, a right buddy on. of mine in high school that really, um, he was like, he was a pretty good guitarist. And then he had a band. And they, they played the talent show. And I was just like, I saw them play. And I was like, yo, I really like the energy that they're putting on the stage. Like, I want to do that so i just said you know what i'm gonna like pick up the bass and um let's go for it you know and i think like i six seven months later i actually ended up playing in his band <laughs> so Fair that's nice. kind of where it started That was that was maybe when i was like 14 15 give or take so a little over a decade now
2: <laughs> very cool very cool very cool Next person really? up. Next person up. Let's hear your yeah. story. I love that uh, story. They had some band. They had some band in it. Little trumpet in it. Love it. Mariachis <laughs> oh, even. Love yeah. it. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Uh, yeah. i
4: was saying for the record, I-, I knew David played trumpet. I did not know that was the reason.
1: We don't talk much about the mariachi.
5: Nothing against mariachi. Mariachi is really sick. I agree.
2: I agree. I love them.
5: <laughs> but um,
4: yeah, I mean it, it, it technically started back in um in middle school. I I actually had a, a close friend that played guitar for a while, but it never it never interested me, interested me until middle school hit because I, I met a few more people who played um guitar and just other instruments. And at this point I was what maybe 11, 12, and I met people who were playing for four or five years and it was kind of crazy. And um technically I was one of the many people who got caught up in the wave of Guitar Hero 3. <laughs> Cause you know we all played instruments, but then when Guitar Hero 3 came out and Rock Band came out, we yeah, played
3: everybody played instruments. Right. And, and
4: I was like, hey, so, let's, let's, I mean, again, I'm gonna follow the stuff, you know, like, "Hey, let's 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 see how this is." So you know, we would be all playing together and, and that kind of stuff, and it was fun. But one thing that that got me in, interested was just like there's there something about it that wanted me to keep kind of keep going. And at first, I was like, "Okay, let me get like the, the, the controller, the guitar controller, and I can have fun with that, and you know, maybe I'll be fine." But even after i got that there was, there was i just had this want there was like this curiosity that, that i had and even after i did that there was just there was something about it that got me in. and i even until now i can't quite say what it is and that's why why i still play but like it eventually grew to after a couple months I said hey let me actually just get an actual guitar you know so that that december is uh december 2007 um that's when i got my first acoustic um and that's kind of that's that's kind of how it started and, and november mid-november is kind of when i made the decision so basically every, every november is like my you know the, the yearly you know, anniversary of stuff for me <laughs> but yeah it, honestly it was just it, it, was, it was one of those things i know some people play because they, they you know they saw an idol they saw james hetfield on a photo or they saw you know any one of those guitarists i saw eddie van halen and said hey i want to be like that for me it was more like I saw some friends doing it. That was kind of cool. But there's just something about it. I can't kind of put a person to it, which is kind of nice. That's what now, even though a lot of those idols, you know, there's only so many new people. It's just I think the whole thing is just what gets me into it. There's just so much new stuff is music as a whole. It kind of motivates me to keep going. Um, but it was, that's that's kind of how it started way back then.
5: And to kind of piggyback off of that, because there was like a giant gap of like no music at all for me. Uh, Guitar Hero I'll definitely introduced me back into that. one. Yeah. <laughs> because obviously, like it was like, what, where did the where did the bass come from? It was just Guitar Hero, and then films like School of Rock and Tenacious mm-hmm. D and all that, like all that era of mid two thousands that like kind of rock revival kind of started coming into the mainstream again. So that's kind of how I started going back in the cycle of music. So it wasn't just like all of a sudden I'm gonna play bass after not doing anything this <laughs> <laughs>
2: Isn't that funny that that kind of stirred you up and got into, like, Guitar Hero, which is a game, <laughs> you know, kind of got people into music, yeah. and that's so cool. What a cool, that, that's yeah. awesome. I love hearing about that. Yeah. yeah totally. I remember playing, next I remember, up, I remember next up, guitar guitar Hero. do you remember playing it? Yeah, I like, somewhere oh, yeah, on the Facebook, when, there is
3: a picture. Yeah, when, rock, yeah. when Rock Band came out, yeah, it was. I think I did the guitar and drums. So it was fun. Yeah. Rock band was the best. Rock band was the best. Yeah.
2: Rock band was it. So one year, my family bought me the AC/DC version of Rock Band, yeah. which is ACDC is my all time, <laughs> one of my all time favorite bands of all time. Um, and so I was like, in heaven. And so we have like this father's day, like rock and festival where everybody's playing. You know, like I had an ACDC shirt on and everybody's playing rock band. And <laughs> I think I even did like a little tongue thing where I was like, <laughs> Oh, wow, how <laughs> to go? how to it go? It go? Awesome. I sucked at it. I was so bad. I like play guitar, but I can't play guitar hero. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <Isn't that ironic? laughs> Yeah. I'm, What's it doing? What's it doing? Like I can't keep. I don't wanna, ah, hit the. That's not how you play that chord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm.
0: Uh, I'm the same way. I I play guitar, but I never understood guitar hero. I can I can only do the drums. I'm gonna get the drums. But, <laughs> um, yeah. I started back. Uh, I I started playing guitar back when I was uh, nine. No, no, no. Sorry. pause It wasn't until I was eleven. My buddy played, and I kind of just wanted to play too. So I played for a bit, but then I kind of faded off. I was in like three, I was like one of those kids, I was in like three sports and like always doing sports. And so I kind of forgot about it. And then it, it was really weird in eighth grade, uh, me and my buddy were in a class together and we needed to create like a video or some sort of art project, which, you know, was, I don't know, interesting for 14 year olds. But the basically I found out my buddy played drums and I played guitar. And i don't know why but it just hit me even though i hadn't really been playing guitar much for the past couple years i was like hey dude we should like make a song and he was like okay and then we made a video for that class and we played a a red hot sleep pepper song um in the video and i remember when i was playing with him how cool it felt like you know when you're just playing guitar at home it just i don't know it's kind of boring like you just kind of by yourself but I remember when we played the song and for the first time ever, I like linked up with someone like when we went to the chorus at the same time, it's like, you know, we're kind of playing the verse and all of a sudden we both went to the chorus and like, I just got this rush of energy and how cool it felt to like both, I don't know, be on the same page and be playing. And ever since then, we, uh, we created a band, a high school band from that, that lasted technically five years because it was, it was eighth grade. So, you know, five years through senior year, I kind of took a little break in college. And same thing, kind of had a rebirth in college. I formed a band with my buddies, and we basically just played college parties. So it, those were awesome. They were, we, I mean, we played maybe like I don't know, seven of them. But it was like, it was like those those videos you'd see in like music videos, where it's just like these tiny college houses where there are, like 200 people in it. There's not supposed yeah. to be more than like 60. And pack, like pack, jam packed house with like
3: over. a band plan.
0: And yeah, and like people were spilling vodka everywhere and beer on everything and it was just awesome. <laughs> and so that kind of like reinvigorated me. And then obviously I came out to California wanting to start a band and that's where First and Bike came in. So that's kind of, that's kind of my journey.
2: Love it. Awesome. Yeah. Next one. Last one. Last one. Yeah.
1: Last one. That's I'm awful. the marching band guy, but um he's the true artist of the band. Oh, yes. Right. <laughs> I mean, even long, long before that, my, my parents met in a band and so fr- from birth. From birth. They met started.
2: in a band. That's cool. What what band? Yeah. Do they have? It was it a famous band or was it just a? Uh, no. no.
1: No, essentially a cover band that just traveled and like covers and stuff like that. But um, that's cool. That's cool. But they they met doing music, and. um and so there's always been music around me. And, and that's what I guess makes my story a little bit different. It's like my family's very musical and that's like the background that I've got. So it was almost automatic. It was almost guaranteed that I'd grow up in, in that like environment. Um, I think so. I was already playing instruments. I was in, you know, concert band, marching band, jazz band, all these different stuff, like any music that you can do in, you know, school and childhood. But I think like drumming on a drum set in a band setting didn't really click for me also until middle school which is really funny like you know there's this age of like 12 13 14 yeah. 15 where we all kind of were like wait this is cool um and for me i was in seventh grade and there was this kid who, who like transferred in i went to seventh grade in oklahoma and there was this kid who transferred in um named martin and martin was from norway and um and he had a he was like super tan he had a cool haircut um he had an awesome accent because he was from norway and he could play drum set and the girls thought he was so cool i mean martin was like (laughs) you know and he like just shows up in the middle of the semester and he's never he never has his homework done but he can play drum set (laughs) and um and so he's super cool and i thought well shoot i want to be like him and i can't really get more tan and I can't develop a Norwegian accent, but I can learn to play drums. So, um, so that's what I did. Yeah, he was just playing like a little like trap set, you know, kick snare hats or whatever. And so I was like, I need to do that and, and started doing it. Um, and then, you know, just playing drum set and cone and, kind of and stuff in, in church, playing in jazz band and marching band. And then, and then from there started a couple of like rock bands in, in high school and then now these guys, right? I've only really been in two rock bands ever. So one in high school that we didn't take incredibly seriously. And then this one, which we're taking very seriously. (laughs) So
2: That's the one thing I will say this, that I can tell that you guys and you guys hit the story behind how you guys kind of tell me a little bit about the story of the band. So I know that there's a little bit of music, music related industry, this is real life type of situation that kind of got you guys going. Tell us a little bit about that story.
0: Mm. Uh, yeah.
2: Like,
4: the, like the, the formation of it. Like, yeah. like Or, the, or the struggle. I, what are you
1: getting
2: at? The struggle. I'm talking about the struggle where you guys are like, Hey, we're going to do this full time. This, Person Hi. said, Let's go do this. We
5: gotta rewind back to like the whole thesis of the band.
2: <laughs> the whole, <laughs> yeah,
0: the
5: yeah, yeah. roller
1: coaster of the music industry. Yeah, we got you. Don't worry. We, we got this story. down So we gotta go back to
5: the beginning, which is back when we used to play back in the metal days. Yeah.
1: Uh, Richard and I,
5: I mean, I've been in seven bands. You've been in e- eight, 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 yeah.
4: eight so nine bands like, before this. Yeah.
5: And the reason why we've been in so many bands is because no one likes to take the shit seriously.
4: <laughs> yeah. Like
5: they either they don't show up to practice, they don't know their songs, they like play music, are not reliable. There's a lot I mean, there's a there's a stigma between musicians and it's true. There's a lot of them that don't give a damn. Yeah, I man. Um, it's true. Yeah. And right. Richard and I basically just got fed up with that. After a while we were just like, you know what? I really want to continue doing music but not like this. Um this whole switching genres thing, that was because we wanted to play music that was more accessible to people. Uh, Cause we couldn't play metal and you know, we wanted to have like our family and girlfriends and stuff kind of watch <laughs> us and not be like, yeah. distraught from the <laughs> <laughs> um, Honestly though, <laughs> yeah. And then also our music tape, I'm, Richard and I are very open-minded. We listen to a lot of like, we'll listen to Slipknot and then we'll listen to like, Katy Perry like, right after Like we're, like, our playlists go all over the place. So, like, switching genre was not like a big deal for us. Um, But the whole thing about making sure that our future band members were not, you know, uh, lackluster and can actually show up and be reliable, that was like a very big thing for us. So, of course, our mindset shifted that we're going to treat this like any business. So, we were always very businessy with all of our meetings. Um, In terms of how we met Max, Max, that other band that he was in was actually my brother's band. <laughs> the the band that oh, I was in in high school was his little brother's band. No, uh-huh. so one younger yeah. than these guys, Yeah. So. so we we that we saw Max, we we're like Max, you're good, and we had a meeting with him. We literally had a sit down
1: meeting. We did like a go game plan about like yeah. he had stuff printed out yeah. for this meeting. We we met at a milk tea shop, and he like slid the paper across to him. He was like, "This is the band. Like this these are, are like, our influences. Like you're your description, app. everything. Yeah. It was like know? an interview."
2: yeah that's cool uh, and, actually
5: yeah and he <laughs> pl- passed with flying colors and so he was like yo i gotta go to college and i'm like bruh <laughs> um, so we ended up just jamming out for us for a little bit uh we we uh, we auditioned a few singers here and there nothing really came to fruition then this guy over here comes from you know the fucking midwest over here yeah um, <laughs> I mean, he came here to start a band, but he also came here because, of, you know, work and, you know, we all
0: got to pay the bills. Yeah. Uh, it just so happened that the world's collided and right. we found
1: Craigslist. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, I met the guys on Craigslist. I was looking for a band. They made a post. I was working at Cisco at the time, Cisco Systems. And, oh, um, I know Cisco. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. You guys are IT guys. You guys Cisco. Um, Uh. Uh. Yeah. So uh, I was working at Cisco. We met up and... and kind of fast forward, you know, things kind of went from there we um you know, it was it was a little tough. We were no peers. we had no I mean, I know this sounds a little cliche, but we had no connections. We ha- we were sort of starting from ground zero. It didn't feel like we had any any real direction to go. So we just started playing any show we could. We started recording music. David used his video skills to start making music videos and we started putting up a lot of online content just to you know, see what we could put out there. Um fast forward a couple of years and this is where, you know, it became tricky was that, you know, uh, we were getting to the point where, you know, we were touring more and we were being sort of required to do more, release more music and stuff. And that's when I decided to leave my job at Google. I I, I switched, um, companies. I, I worked at Google and, uh, leave my job at Google and, and kind of pursue this full time. Now I still have a, a freelance gig on my own. I'm still doing other things to make money, but, um, the, and that's where we found push came to shove. Funny enough, like three months later, after I quit my job, we got put on our first US tour, which would have meant I would have quit my job then. So, you know, it was it, that was that was a month long. And from there, I think the band has grown a lot in a lot of ways. I'm sure you guys are, are well aware of like the TikTok videos and our Instagram blow up and our YouTube, and we've been touring more and stuff. But I think, um, you know, one of the things that really hurt was COVID. And, and just to refer to what you're talking about, with the struggle a bit. Um, I think it's easy for musicians to kind of rip on record labels or rip on the industry or whatever, and that's fine. But at the end of the day, COVID really devastated a lot of the the main music sources that we know. Record labels, publishers, magazines, a lot of people that we were connecting with before the pandemic. Don't have their job anymore. they, They don't exist or don't have employees or don't have their job anymore. And so we just found ourselves sort of in this rough spot where we never have been looking to sign a record deal to make it per se, but we do want someone to fund us and to push us to make the best art we possibly can. Um, and, and, and to make sure it's, you know, heard by the people who want to hear it mm-hmm. and what we found and, and what I've been disappointed in, especially with simulation is that I feel that that industry because of their past two years and because of the way that online has become so prevalent, I feel like it's gone in a negative direction in terms of vanity statistics and sort of, uh, uh, i mean look people could think music is different it's not it's whoever has the most money wins um it, i mean ha, the, the the term overnight success i think is a complete lie um and i'd go into that later but that's the point we've been dealing with that struggle <laughs> a little bit and i think we've, we've been pushing through we've been doing we've been playing more shows we just played a show out in wisconsin um we're we're releasing music we're trying to do the best we can on the internet ourselves but that struggle has really become you know put forward because of COVID and because of the way the world's changed literally in the past 18 months
2: very good. And then so the, to tie in the COVID piece, uh, one of your bandmates created Skeletons because of COVID. And I kind of want to go into that storyline. What was the Skeletons is a great song. And then you guys and that was kind of based on some of your experience with COVID. Can uh, someone explain that whole song a little bit about it? And uh, what the because it's such a great song. And I get the imagery and that explains exactly what you kind of went through in this, through with this COVID situation.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I well, I created the lyrics. Uh, David Miller started the song and then we all created it together. But yeah, in terms of the message and what you're talking about, um, one of the things I learned right before COVID started, and I know this song came out earlier this year, so it was, it was sort of not the height of the pandemic, but, you know, it's sort of after I would learned a lot. Of, um, I, I started therapy before the pandemic and just, just to have someone to talk to. And it's been kind of nice ever since. And one of the things she taught me most about was how um, people, you know, typically have insecurities or fears or things they don't like about themselves or things they're afraid of about themselves that they, they with or, or hide with certain things. And that, that can be anything. It can be very innocent or it can be very harmful. It can be, you know, alcoholics in theory hide some of their fears and their pains and their anxieties with alcohol. Maybe not as good. I myself hide mine with watching football right. on Sunday. Not as bad, right? So there's there there are goods and bads of ways to do it. <laughs> and some people hide it. They drown themselves in work to distract themselves from their ultimate insecurities. They can drown themselves in. I, I know there's been a lot of hot talk on the internet now about perfectionism and people how to have to create this mask of being perfect in order to hide the fact that they know they're really not. I mean, I can go on. Everyone's got their own issues. But the point is, is that with COVID, what I realized was. Um, I had just learned about that in 2019, and in COVID, all of a sudden, everyone's distractions from the world, everyone's sort of safe spots got eliminated. If you used your work to hide your insecurities, it's gone. If you used entertainment, most of it's gone. If you used friends and going out and being in a community, it's gone. Even if you're a fitness guy and you just used the gym, it's gone. So all of a sudden, everyone was sort of forced to face themselves and say, I have nothing to do right now. I mean, I guess you could binge Netflix. I'll give you that one. But um, I have nothing to do right now but be alone with myself in my house and face the things about myself that I don't like. And as I was writing the song, yeah. I realized about myself there were things that I was I was scared of. There were parts of me that I was afraid would hurt people, not 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 physically beat them, but um, you know, you know, hurt people emotionally or hurt relationships or. Um, There were parts of me that i thought that would be um you know inappropriate to be out in the world there are parts of me that i thought um i never really had, had communicated with that side of myself but i thought that were very um vain and very kind of gross and i i think with skeletons the idea of the song if you listen to the lyrics is is talking about how once you once you sort of discover these things about yourself, it's, there's certain anxieties around them because you don't want other people to find out. Once you're forced to face them, you sort of don't want other people to find out or or, or, or discover those things about you. And um, right. it just creates a sort of paranoia around like, oh my gosh, is this the real person I am? Have I been hiding it with all these external distractions? What if people discover who the real me really is? And um, th- there's sort of a, a back and forth in the song about it, but that's how it relates to COVID. And I think that the more, we've been isolated i think that's one of the reasons people have become so depressed and it's been so hard on people is they 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 really aren't able to distract themselves from the things that that hurt them or pain them most and um it, it was really eye-opening i don't know i mean i hope not but i don't think we'll ever get a chance to do that again so it, <laughs> you, you kind of had to learn from the experience
2: it's a journey absolutely right i think you're absolutely you hit the nail on the head i think that that's yeah, i think a that's
3: like uh, think yeah yeah uh, very, i think with that very, song very, i think it's actually like one of the first songs i've heard uh regarding regarding covid hmm. yeah i
0: mean i don't know I, I would never like put covid in a song because that'd be like super annoying like to listen to in 2028 you'd be like i ah, know really, really oh, i know that yeah but,
3: but um, i mean obviously you can kind of you can kind of piece it together
0: yeah totally no i'm, I'm really glad you guys liked it and resonated with the message a little bit I, mean, I think it's it was it was a little bit um deep on my end, at least to kind of dig into myself and and find the lyrics for that. But, uh, but I appreciate it. You guys, uh, you know, resonated
1: with
2: it. I think that's, what's good about music. Good music resonates with people and maybe it has a little different something for everybody. But I think one, I could tell that there was a lot of emotion involved in it because when you talk about skeletons, everybody has them. And I think that you diving into yourself to be able to figure out some of the things for yourself is really important. You know, those, that's that's something that I'm always all about is trying to figure out what the journey is all about, try to figure out where I'm going, next steps, and especially with mental awareness and mental health being kind of a center in this. Um, I really thought that I, I, I was really attracted to that story behind it. So absolutely. Thank you very much. And then simulations was even yet, even more of kind of that kind of storyline as well, or a little different storyline, but it kind of had another statement that you guys had. I wanted to kind of get into that storyline as well a little bit. I love this. I love that song. One of, I think I was trying to figure out if it's cool or simulations was my favorite. And I, ah, you know, exactly. I, I kind of caught between. They're both really great songs.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate that. I mean, the the story behind Simulation is a little bit different. I wrote it uh, at a coffee shop in San Francisco. We were well into the pan- pandemic at this point, um, but and it and it has nothing nothing to do with with uh, with that. But Simulation was tricky for me because, I, again, it, I, I go back to the idea of this overnight success and the sort of the the picture of perfection that's being painted. Um, one of the things I learned working at my job at Google and then leaving is the amount of money that's pumped into marketing and creating a story. And what I mean by that is that um, the, you know, I, I know, and this, this shocked me, I'll, I'll give you a quick example. Um, I was once uh, working with Universal Music Group to promote an artist, and they were having me pump like $300,000 worth of fake views into an artist who, who didn't need it, who was incredibly well known. And And I just was laughing, I was like, First of all, why? Second of all, couldn't this money be used better at like like for other like merch or something that makes some money? But anyways, that that's a side point. And, and and I started to dig more in. I I watched the um the college admissions Netflix scandal, which again these people who are richer than God um have to pay their way so their kids can get into USC so they feel yeah. good and they they again it's all about creating a false story and. What i had started to find in the last the last part of this story is, um, you know, we, we had a meeting with a record label and, and he was a nice guy and everything. But he, he, you know, we had all this music, this tour history. And, and again, from my view, working at Google and doing this stuff, like we had really built a solid foundation to say, hey, we're a band that can grow. We're a band that will work hard. We're a band that's done our due diligence. We have fans. We have this. We have that, you know. And he was he just kind of was like, Yeah, so what do you guys done on TikTok? If you guys, you know, can you blow up there? Or you know, how can we release this? And we were like, What the fuck is TikTok? Like we didn't know what it was. <laughs> and, and 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 we were like, Well, we have all this streams and all this stuff and look at all how good we're doing. And he was like, Yeah, no, TikTok. I was like, dude, TikTok didn't exist twelve months ago. Like, it like and and it, it just made me start to think about like how it seems to me in this industry and in all industries, um, there is this chasing of vanity and this chasing of this a of, of false perfection and unfortunately i think it's got a negative impact on mental health because at this point everything is such an immediate gratification that a lot of artists like if they don't blow up on their first song or whatever they give up and and i just laugh because like holy shit, the chili peppers first album is terrible and and it flopped and their second one flopped too and now they're one of the greatest rock bands of all time and it, it they're the um, and I'm sorry I'm, I'm rambling a little bit as I explain this, but um, okay. I think I was I was starting to become really not offended, but sort of appalled with the fake imagery that big media and these algorithms put out, and the way they're affecting our psyche to chase something that's not real, and um, that that's really why I call it a simulation. I I kind of said we're stuck in a simulation. Um, we're, I think one of the ways, you know, we're chasing a dragon, we're climbing the mountaintop, we're always feeling empty, we're always feeling like we're behind, which none of that is new. I, there's a million songs about that, but I wanted to really bring it back to, like, what this, these big companies are doing with online, Instagram, algorithms, etc., and how they're painting a false picture that we have to chase. Um, and, and I don't know, the, the the things that happened just kind of put the story together for me. Um, hopefully that all made sense, but that's kind of where it came from.
3: Totally did. Totally did. Oh, yeah. Great. Oh my make that. Yeah, make sense.
2: James, I know you've done some research, and we got a few minutes. Uh, what is your one of your uh, questions that you would have for the band?
3: Um, no, I was gonna say, um, um, I like, just like how you guys have persevered, kind of pushed your way through. Um, like I said, not, without even having really like a record label or you know, what I'm saying anybody signed or anything, like that. You kind of did like your own thing, and you kind of pushed through. Um, and I, I, I think we've we've said this a few times on on our show. We've we Nowadays, it's kind of a lot, a lot easier to kind of get out there and put your stuff out there without having to go through a label. Um, yeah. And even uh, when I found out who you guys were, um, I didn't know. I didn't know start.
2: <laughs> the dogs go crazy. And the dogs go crazy. <laughs> oh, I was just saying, was that a dog?
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: the dogs have gone crazy. So uh, I know he'll come back, but... Um, that's the fun Not thing right. about this is the fun thing about YouTube is that uh, anybody can do it and you can do it from any place. So my studio currently we're going to change this up, but because I'm going to demand change. But um, I'm right now in a closet. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I'm in my I'm in my walk in closet and he's in his what his kitchen area. And so we're, you know, YouTubers trying to make the best of small situations. Arm. Go ahead. Go ahead, James.
3: Know you guys yeah. by name at first, but I realized looking at your profile, um, like your TikToks and stuff like that, a bathroom like idea to make like the bathroom music, so I thought that was thought that was yeah. Um, you guys have done an amazing job to to get your guys' name out there without even really having, um, being. You know, I think you guys are doing a good, a great job.
0: Thanks a lot, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. TikTok has definitely, whether we knew it or not, been one of the bigger successes for us. So yeah, I really appreciate
2: that. What, so this is what I got a question, and this is actually a personal question because I, for somebody who says, hey, I want to blow up on TikTok, which I'm on TikTok, I've had a few, like I now get videos that are usually at least twice a week, I get a thousand views on a video. Um but what's what do you think is kind of the secret to your success on TikTok for people who are like hey I did I'm cuz when I look at your numbers I mean they're phenomenal your Instagram numbers are amazing your Spotify is the most important to me because that means there's money coming in yes. um but your Spotify had thousands like, yeah, I think it was 37 K per month. listened. how, how are you guys able to be able to market yourself and then additionally be able to blow up on these places? I, I think to me, it sounds like you guys got the winning combination of video, a videographer plus great music. Is that kind of what your secret is?
1: I, uh, go ahead. Um, I think, To to address Spotify, I think Spotify is really tough because there's no way to directly, like, advertise on Spotify or anything like that. Um, And Spotify has been, like, kind of a slow grind the whole time. Um, Obviously, with the recent blowups and and success on some platforms, a lot of folks have transferred over to to Spotify. And like you said, that is a moneymaker. And so we're really grateful for that. And what we're learning right now, even um, in this season, is that a lot of folks in the industry take Spotify numbers really seriously, maybe even more so than other numbers, which... Again, uh, to go back to the same story, it's always a different metric that folks are looking for. Always. And so as soon as we hit somebody's, you know, recommended Spotify listeners, it's going to be, you know, are you on Tile? Reddit? Some- <laughs> <or something, laughs> <you> know? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what it's going to be next? But right now, you know, we're, we are focusing on Spotify and trying to put a lot of energy there. But um, to address something else, you said, what's the secret of the TikTok? um this is kind of fun we we started a tick tock like pat said i mean we thought it was dumb we were like what's tick tock we thought it was the dumbest thing i was like what's the point like i get it's algorithm based like you get free viewers and, and you can kind of like play into the algorithm and, and you get free just people just pouring into your content um without ever like paying for an advertisement so that's incredible um and the algorithm of how it works is incredible but like how do you get big on in on tick tock and and um we tried a handful of things at first yeah um i think the goal was uh and this is tough and this is really tricky and i think we have we had a couple conversations about this because there's musicians that turn to well honestly just just creators and creatives that turn to TikTok because they're like a huge platform it's super hot right now and there's just free viewership right yep. unlimited people and then they put on these like meme kind of like Stop the scroll and get everybody's attention kind of ideas that are unrelated to their personal brand or create like creative work um, And and we've seen this time and time again We've seen people who like do memes or do something that's unrelated to what their like career is or job is or passion is yep. And they capture all these people and then all these people go like oh, they're actually a real artist Let's look into their stuff. Wait, that's completely unrelated to the videos that they produce, right. Never mind I don't want to be their fans and so what we tried to do was do something that's entertaining enough and silly enough. We were searching for kind of a meme uh, of an idea that would stop the scroll, that would capture people's attention, that would be funny, but related to us as a band. Because we are a band. Ultimately, our, our product is our live show. And so we were like, what is silly and can stop the scroll and is entertaining and weird, but also highlights our talent as musicians and... Um, and the fact that we are a, a, a band, that's an entity that produces music live, yep. uh, and we started playing covers in the bathroom and they took off. So and and just to add to that too, I again I, yeah, I want to keep my simulation
0: theme here. Like I, I I think a lot of people are like, you guys are you guys just stumbled in a bathroom and played music. That's so fucking hilarious. Like I, we we I've taken so many classes on marketing, how to make videos go viral, how to film certain music videos to make them more appealing. Like this was a formula that was used we just picked the bathroom as the setting and it worked i mean we, we tried we to pick the
1: their, we picked a car first it
0: didn't work didn't really work yeah it didn't work really we we did a uh, two years ago for it's cool we we did a video of us playing it on a bed just like it was kind of funny like four guys like crunched in this little bed that and it went and it went viral we were like okay follow the formula totally worked so like just to be I just don't want people to think like oh we just kind of stumbled onto it like there was a lot of research done into it I think that's why but I think it's it's the combination of like the like you kind of said good music that people like the right way to film the right way to capture an audience the right way to stop scrolling and then it's repeatable I mean it's you know the first we, I don't know, know the, the, the first 15 didn't do much it wasn't until like 16 17 18 where it really started to take off but I appreciate
2: all the kind words about it though. It's been, it's been really fun. Very cool. I, I, I totally appreciate that. And so I'm trying to blow up see, in the pro and I am, this is the one thing that is very true. It is very easy to go and try to do what you think the platform wants you to do to be yeah. able to get the views. So I I. But I, be I before I decided be to go music, I decided that I was just going to do like uh, the reaction video thing. Yeah. So, and I don't even say anything. I had like a friend that didn't even think I talked. They're like, <laughs> oh, we don't talk. I, like I actually do like a YouTube video, YouTube thing, and uh, I actually talk a lot. But um, interest, I, I like the fact that you guys were able to merge, and it's every, it's across the board, social media wise, that is still who you guys are, and you guys are having fun, which is what you should be doing as a band because this industry is really difficult but being able to put the lightheartedness at times into it is still something that's important. And I think, especially coming from my side, positivity is always, you know, th- trying to throw some fun in- and yeah. into situations that are, you know, this is a tough situation. It still is. And I'm glad that you guys were able to make the best of it and then learn something from it. I think that's awesome. I, that's why, I, and good music honestly draw, comes from those deep places. And being able to understand it. So that simulation point, which is, you know, some of your TikTok journey and some of your Google journey. Um, that's where deep that's where good music comes from, is from that feeling from the soul and being able to put it out onto paper and then out into music. I love it. Absolutely love it.
0: Thanks a lot, man. Really appreciate it.
2: So we got a special today, and they these folks to all of the wonderful viewers that we have right now they are going to get we're going to do a quick giveaway they have some merch they have a t-shirt they actually yeah. have long 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 sleeve t-shirts of the band and we're going to do a quick giveaway all we mm-hmm. need to know is and actually i'm I, this time i think i was going to go where is this band from So all I need to know right now is where is this band from? If you go look in their bio, it'll tell you. We've mentioned it several times in this interview. Where is this band from? If you can come up with the winning answer by the end of the stream, we will uh, announce your name and you guys, you will get a free t-shirt of this band. They are completely awesome. But right now we're going to do some live music from these guys. So let's hear We're some good. great music we got a couple tunes and i am absolutely li- looking forward to this thank you guys
0: you bet man Happen to do it it's gonna be me and max on this one so uh we'll start with we'll start with our uh very brand new very awesome single simulation uh let's do it go
1: ahead <laughs>
4: In morning, wake up choking as I hear
0: the starting
4: gun. I stand up dizzy as
5: it hits
0: me when I
5: finally try to run.
4: I tell myself it's fine, it's fine, stay in line, in line, don't wait, time. But through this day, it's made all no mistakes, mistakes in the race.
0: Help me, help me. We got a situation stuck in simulation.
4: So help me, help me. I wanna get out.
0: Ceiling caving, voices fading, slowly gazing at the drop. Stop. But it's never So me. We've got a situation.
4: situations, stuck in simulation. So help me, help me.
2: awesome 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 awesome
0: thank you so that was uh that was simulation we can do one more if we got the time
2: you do let's do it
0: awesome awesome <laughs> all right <clears throat> this one is the other uh the other the newer newer one uh called scouts
1: doing other stuff that's true great
0: Take a
4: board and make sure you' not alone. One thousand side paths, the not to go. Got something to hide.
0: What happens when the curtains close? The darkest stuff begins to roll, and no one.
2: That is awesome. That is awesome. you know what? Live, even better, live. I just enjoyed that, especially with that I know that it was played. And this is what I'm going to tell everybody. We had a little discussion before. It was played on a $60 guitar that I picked up at a pawn shop. That just shows that it's the player that makes the music, not the music, the guitar or anything else like that. So just learn, play a great guitar. It doesn't matter where it comes from. Just have fun playing music. That's what we're all about here. And I think that uh, Russ got the closest. I did see some people who knew where you were from, but I think it's uh, part of your friends or your entourage. So <laughs> I <laughs> so um, I think that Russ got California. We're going to go California. Russ, come in. He, they're actually from San Francisco, California, and they're from Melipas, M-P- which is... I tried. I tried. I was like, I've never heard of that name, um, but near San Jose, which makes total sense. That you used to work at Google. Uh, amazing guys! Thank you guys so much for being on. James, any last words? Yeah, no, guys.
3: no, guys. It's, it's been amazing. Um, now that uh, yeah, we we enjoy we enjoy having new uh, new people on, and and we 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 wish you all the, literally all the all the success. You know what I'm saying? And you guys are doing an amazing job already. I mean, keep keep killing it. You guys are, are pretty good at uh, wanting to do, and you guys have a good path. Um, I think, yeah. And so I keep keep it going. I wish and wish I really all the best. You guys both. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. And thank
1: thank you. you, and congrats, Russ. We'll get you a shirt.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Hit hit us up. Hit me up, Russ. Uh, yeah. Andy Tasty Licks Music on Instagram, or you can email me at andy dot tasty licks music at google.com hit us up and we will get you your t-shirt guys what is in the future what i know that you guys are doing some more videos let's really quickly what what do people have look to look forward to on their journey with your music um we've added you guys to spotify to our playlist so anybody once you're part of the tasty licks family you guys go right on to spotify and then we're going to help promote anytime that we see you guys posting on instagram we're going to help repost So what is in your future? What's in your future?
5: Dave, what's in our future? Well, like Pat mentioned earlier, we just recorded some new stuff uh, last Friday. So obviously we're going to be releasing stuff. Uh, We're doing a lot of uh, writing sessions this fall. So more music uh, to prepare for future tours in the next year and more videos. And we're ramping up on TikTok again. So we're just going to go ahead and go uh, all out this year in terms of Getting all the content out for all the fans,
0: and we do have we do have some shows in a in a December tour to announce soon. So there's you know there's there's something in the immediate horizon, and then something on the far horizon too.
2: Love it, absolutely love it. We're excited for you guys, and what a great band, folks. We appreciate as always everybody who came and stopped by. We totally awesome. appreciate it. What a, and we definitely appreciate. First in Flight, you guys are an amazing band. Absolutely appreciate your guys' live music as well. And oh, yeah. we will see you all next week with yet another Tasty Lick. And, again, go t- visit our new website, www.tastylicksmusic.com. That's Not right. Yet. That's where all the happening people are happening. So Woo. we will go and talk to you guys later. See awesome. you all so later. Awesome. Yeah, you bet.